Welcome to Recently Logged, where we are once again doing the most boring variety of episodes. Hello there, uh, everyone. <laughs> we, we sure have been gone for a long We've been, time. <laughs> unintentionally, we have, we have taken another quite long hiatus. Um, but you know, we had a lot of stuff going on. We had, yeah, so we had say, some I stuff. Had a, I had a show. I was, a I show, was the lead like, in the show, which took like almost a month. A theatrical to, production? A theatrical production. Okay. <laughs> so I have a good reason that I have no good like reason. I had a birthday. But, uh, well, if I'm not here, then it's not like you're gonna be down here and be like, Hi, <laughs> the grind never stops. <laughs> any any time we don't record, I actually record a solo episode and just don't release it. No, just I to think, stay sharp. No, I think there's like a there's like a recently logged uh, off channel where, off these, season. where these get uploaded. <laughs> it's actually more popular than normal recently. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. Uh, but yeah, here we are. We're back. Uh, we're doing, as I mentioned in the intro, the most boring variety of episodes. But I think the episodes I have the most fun with, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They're fun. They, they're just fun to record, yeah. I, li- I like doing episodes about specific things. I just don't know if anybody enjoys listening to any of <laughs> That's our episodes. True. That's very true. Um, so what we're doing this time is we're going over all of the movies we watched since we last recorded. Which was a while ago. So that was, uh, on May 14th was the last one that released, and it is currently April 18th. So it has been 32 days, I think. Maybe my math is wrong there. But it, it's been roughly a month. Depends how many days are in March. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're new to the to the log of the recently, uh, welcome. Hopefully we'll be more <laughs> able to record. I'm thinking we'll probably do Batman and the Batman uh, yeah, next week. Yeah, because it just came back just on came HBO. just came on HBO, so uh, it'll give us a chance to rewatch it and get our thoughts together. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that'll be the next time. There's a couple episodes I definitely would love to do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Because we've been watching a lot of movies. Yeah, we've been watching a, a lot of movies. <laughs> a lot of movies. <laughs> but uh, do we want to get into it? Where are, we, where are we starting with? March? On the 15th. 15th? Yes. Okay. Uh, so after we recorded the episode, um, yeah, I was about to say, I remember talking about all that, um, yeah, like, yeah. For the last episode. Um, after, Somehow. <laughs> after we recorded, uh, the West Side Story episode, which you can go listen to, uh, we watched the SpongeBob SquarePants movie again. Uh, I don't know what viewing number this was. This was the, my eighth time logging it. I'm not sure if I've logged it. Let me see. This is my tenth time oh my logging it. <laughs> You're breaking into double digits, Micah. Okay, this has depressed <laughs> me. I saw somebody being like on, on Twitter, like, oh, post post your most watched movies most from movies, yeah. Letterboxd. And like nobody was in the double digits with any of their <laughs> movies. I'm like, dude. You I, just obsessively I have double digits stuff. on so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing wrong? I think I think I'm in the double digits on like two or three, but not like I don't think any more than that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was good. I gave it a nine out of ten, four and a half stars. I I, I still think it, it's great. I gave it a four and a half. I yeah. mean, it's so it's so as stupid like as stupid <laughs> as it sounds. It's so precise and it's so funny. It really and is. Like it's it's really a great embodiment of like a last hurrah for SpongeBob because after this movie, the show is kind of not good. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, even though it's not the same as the show was in a lot of ways, like it definitely sets a new tone and direction for a lot of the show's humor. It it does feel like the best version of yeah that version of, of yeah. SpongeBob. I was about to say the kind of change of humor in SpongeBob. It gets a lot zanier in this. But I think it's for the best. I like it a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's, there's just so much. And, like, I know some people who are probably like, oh, the SpongeBob Squarepants movie. But no. No, this is good. Four this and a half. I think, I think a, a well-earned four and a half. <laughs> uh, and then the next day on the 16th of May, we watched... Uh, Wait, why was my review March 14th is the day of the Goofy Goobers? Is uh, March four- oh, yeah, it's March- the day Crab's Fries. Oh, right. That's why we watched it. Yeah. Because it was the day Crab's Fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, next day hold we on, watched... On, you're skipping what? me. What? What? Uh, on the 15th, I watched My Dinner with Andre. Oh, um, Mr. Fancy Man. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I was sick, if I recall. Uh, probably. And we turn on a movie... And I was like, wow, this sure is a good movie. Yeah, I was sick. And my mom watched it for the first time. Uh, Mike I was like, wow, it, this sure is a movie. I still gave it five stars. I did a whole video about it. It's a very, very good movie. Yeah. Go on. Definitely. <laughs> um, then on the 16th, we watched Rise of the Planet of the Apes for the first time. Yeah. Um, good movie. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd heard really good things about these movies, and having just watched the Batman pretty recently, I was like, oh, we should get to some other Matt Reeves movies. And this first one is not directed by Matt Reeves. No. It's directed by Rupert Wyatt. Yes. Uh, but so far, it's actually been my favorite of them, because we've only seen two of the three now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know which one's my favorite out of the two. I think I probably like Dawn a bit better, but it's very close. It's like marginal. <laughs> but dude, James Franco is James Franco is very good in this. Andy Circus is very good in this, right? Um, and it's a good movie. No, like it, it, it's insanely impressive with this series in general how they pull off everything in it, and like this movie especially is like such a I don't know it's such a cool movie, like a. I forget which review that is, but, like, one of the reviews was saying, like, halfway through the movie, it turns into, like, a like a prison break kind of movie where <laughs> right. he has to, like, am, am, amass followers. And, like, it, it's a really, really neat story, the way it plays out. Shout out to Maurice in this movie. Shout out to Maurice. <laughs> that is my, that is every my buddy right there. Hope he doesn't die in the third one. He almost died in the second one. I'll be very sad. Uh, but yeah, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, I gave it a four and a half. I, I gave it, it a four. It, uh, I wasn't as in love with it as I wanted to be. It was really, really good, though. Yeah. On the 17th, I watched The Sum of All Fears, um, 2002, uh, Ben Affleck, Morgan Freeman. hey <laughs> It was really, really boring and really, really forgettable. Like yeah, it, it sounds like it. <laughs> when you said 2000s Ben Affleck, I'm like, oh no. I can't really remember what, what what the sum of all fears was. I think it was they go into like nuclear war or something with Russia. Dang. Which was... Oh yeah, no, I, I caught like two scenes from that. It, it looked pretty bad. Yeah, it just it just wasn't very good. It, it wasn't awful, but it was just mostly boring. I see. Um, so I gave it two and a half. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and then on the 17th, we watched Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, the second in the, in the new Wait, Planet of the Apes trilogy. What? Okay. On, the, six, skip on the 16th. I can't believe. Sorry, guys. 
This is terrible to listen to. I'm ruining the entire flow of the podcast. Oh, no, um, on the 16th, I watched Lessons of Darkness. Okay. Um, I don't know how I zoomed past it. Uh, Warner Herzog documentary. Is this your um, first Herzog, Micah? I think it's my first Herzog. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. It was yes. absolutely fantastic. I really, really loved what it was doing. Um, it's beautiful. It's really touching it's it's the most unique documentary i've ever seen i know like he said he, he commented on the movie and said he would like to think of it more as a sci-fi movie than a documentary and i could very much see that the way it approaches how it's filmed and how it's told but it's just a really really neat documentary in general i give it five stars there you go i mean I, i'm very much looking forward to it uh but yeah dawn of the planet, dawn of, the planet of the apes um <laughs> Second, no, third Matt Reeves movie, I believe, for us. Yeah. Um, Batman, Cloverfield. Um, and now this. Uh, and this was very, very good. I Andy Serkis somehow kicks it up a notch in this. Um, the filmmaking somehow gets kicked up a notch in this. Andy Serkis is so good. He's so good. How is he so good in this? How do the VFX look so good in this? That's my question. See, my, my biggest thing with this movie is, like, outside of the apes. Uh -huh. I don't really like any of the characters. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's really annoying The boring, The boring human characters. And I, what and are I, they doing here? I like Gary Oldman, but, like, I'm so bored with all that. I honestly forgot Gary Oldman was in Ex this. Exactly. Like, like, that's my biggest problem with this, and I put it in my review that it's not, like thematically as rich and i think it doesn't keep me as interested in any bit of the conflict towards the end dude the mom from ant-man was in this <laughs> like, like that's I, really fun like i liked i liked the uh why did i just lose his name um the, the radicalized ape man i don't know who you're thinking of like, koba koba yeah i really liked the koba stuff like caesar and koba stuff yeah, this. yeah that was so good i mean that's like the but, like, the human yeah. stuff is just kind of boring. <laughs> I could see that. that. That's a valid complaint. Um, I thought it was great, though. I, I, Like I said, I liked it just as much, if not better, than the first one. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a very humane movie. Dude, that scene where Koba <laughs> comes in and, like, pretends to be like, oh, oh, and then he grabs the gun and, like, shoots them point blank. Dude. That was such a good scene. I love, I love this movie, dude. Koba's, it's so good. Koba's such a fun antagonist. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a four and a half. I think it's I think it's a smidge off of perfect. I gave it a four. Um, and then on the 18th, unless I'm forgetting yes. something. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so cautious now. I've been the one skipping everything. Okay, we watched uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom for the first time. The directorial debut of uh, Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda. 2021 movie. Uh, at least for the screen, I'm pretty sure he's directed some plays before. <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, tick tick boom. It was uh, it was good. Luke has been trying. Luke, a uh, good friend of the podcast, has been trying to get us to watch this since it released, uh, and we finally have. I mean, I wasn't like against watching yeah, it. No, but... <laughs> neither was I. We just never. But uh, did. <laughs> yeah, um, I really love Andrew Garfield in this. I've always been a really big Andrew Garfield fan. He's great in this. He, yeah, like he really works well with this role. Yeah. Um, I think I think how I've kind of felt about this, especially being that I've kind of sat on it for a while now, mm -hmm. is that I really like the musical numbers. And I really like a lot of the things that this movie is trying to do. Yeah. But it almost kind of feels flat in a lot of ways to me. 
Yeah. So much of it, like, thinking back, I'm like, this really isn't a movie that I'd watch again, even though I really like it. Um, I think I'd watch it again. It just feels a little, um, disjointed in a lot of ways. It, it just, it really needed some stronger direction behind it. But I mean, like, even, even for this being a debut, uh, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, my biggest, like, problems with it are in a lot of the structuring of the writing and stuff. No, yeah. And while I think it's a really, like, smart adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom, I don't think... Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's probably the best way you could bring Tick, Tick, Boom to the screen in terms of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, like... I, I don't know. Like, just something about it feels so... almost fake to me. Oh uh, yeah, no. See, when you said you liked the musical numbers, I was actually going to cite that as like some of the, one of the things that I wasn't like super fond of because it's kind of if okay, a I lot like, of the I stuff like, I like the music. Okay, the okay. Numbers. I was like, I was like, a lot of the way they're done feels very superficial, and it it, it lends itself to just kind of disconnecting you from a lot of it. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay, a I'll, fan of that. I'll compare <laughs> the musical numbers and feel like the actual numbers themselves. Mm-hmm to the greatest showman and feel mm-hmm. they feel very yeah similar flashy, similar very problem i fake, think very because greatest showman music rocks no, yeah the music's good and <laughs> um, i think the music's great yeah the music's this. great in this too but the musical numbers themselves just feel very they, they feel like i'm made to they, they feel like they were made for me to watch them later on youtube or something yeah like they feel like a little music video and i'm like uh, it's not i'm not it just doesn't mesh very well yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff emotionally and tonally and structurally that don't mesh as well as I would like them to in this movie. Yeah. That being said, I still really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the performances <laughs> are all fantastic. Um, like I said, I really liked the songs. I really liked uh, quite a bit of the cinematography in it. Yeah. And the costuming. and Like, I, like it's a very enjoyable movie. Um, I really do think just the way the songs and everything were incorporated and filmed and structured are, is one of the things that hurt the movie the most. Yeah. And they're still cool on their own. Just yeah. they don't mesh very well. Um, but yeah. Tick, tick, boom. I gave it a four and a half. I honestly don't think I, I did bring up like things that bother me about it, but I don't think they're big enough problems that it would detract. Yeah. Like, no, I mean too much. I it, gave it a four and I still think, yeah. it's, I still think it's, <laughs> not not to use this word lightly, but a genius adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom. Because I think Tick, Tick, Boom was a very like unique stage play to try and uh, <laughs> right. adapt Yeah, I was about to say, it's not not something I would think of and be like, oh yeah, try and put that on a mo- in a movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tick, Tick, Boom, very good. Uh, we'll probably do an episode on it sometime. Um, and then the next day, no, later that day, we later watched... that very same day. Uh, a Guillermo del Toro movie Guillermo for the del first Toro. time. Uh, well, not a Guillermo del Toro movie for the first this time. Guillermo this Toro. Guillermo del Toro movie for the first time. We watched Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, uh, good good kaiju movie. Good kaiju, Finally. Good kaiju movie. It's it's still not really my <laughs> cup of tea. I think I think a lot of what I don't like about this is, is kind of what I've seen a lot of people complain about with this movie. Is that like all of the main like mecha characters just kind of feel... Like, all of the storyline with just the main characters feels kind of, like, flat. Um, I could see that, for sure. I didn't really mind, <laughs> No, personally. I mean, like, I don't, it's, I, I give it, yeah. like, I gave, I gave the movie a three and a half. It's good, but it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, 
really, I think, what saves this movie, and, and this is kind of what I've seen people say about this, and I very much agree with it. They were like, it's the most like mid, just like, uh, uh, like just unoffensively good movie. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing insane about it. But the reason it's as good as it is in general is because Guillermo del Toro's love for like craft of movies comes through in it so hard. Right. Because Guillermo del Toro puts so much love into anything he's working on. And you really feel that in this, which helps it like be just such a better movie. I was about to say this with another director, even with its cast, would probably just be kind of boring and forgettable. But it, it is very good. Uh, I actually gave it a four out of um, five. Yeah, like very I said, good. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, far from my favorite from Del Toro, but yeah. still like really enjoyable. Yeah, Way more enjoyable than I thought it would still be. Still a really fun movie. <laughs> Um, and then the next day, on nineteenth, uh, I yes. yeah we watched uh, Pig, Pig finally Pig for the first time. Also, twenty twenty one. I've been wanting to see it ever since it debuted at festivals and stuff. I was like, oh man, that looks dope, and it was. And it was. Turns dope. out, Pig is good. <laughs> Turns out, Pig is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, very good movie. Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf. Uh, 2021 film. Okay, so I know this seems exactly like the kind of thing that I would love more than everybody else, <laughs> but like this movie deserves more love. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I really love like everything this movie is doing. The way it balances its characters, the way it world builds, the way it ties everything into its very succinct, very underplayed, but powerful themes. There's a lot of really good imagery, cinematography, costuming. Like, I think thematically it works brilliantly. I love the cast. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a great, it's a fantastic film. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, you know? It's very simple. It's very short. It's very sweet. Shout out to Alex Wolf. It's actually, it's basically just John Wick, but good. <laughs> It's John Wick, but better. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Pig is great. If if you have the means to watch it, I would recommend it. It's yeah, very, so very good. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just a very uh, beautiful movie. Man, like, a good chunk like of I, filmmaking. Like I think every scene, like, like thinking about any scene, I'm like, wow, that's a good scene. That's a good scene, exactly. No, when I came upstairs, Micah rewatched this later on. And I, when I came upstairs to every scene, I was like, ooh. It's actually a pretty good scene. <laughs> it's such a good movie. I love it. I gave um, it five stars. Yeah, I, I gave it a four and a half. I, I didn't think it was quite there, but it, but it was good. At the top of my review, I put John Wick, but epic. John Wick, but epic. Uh, then I watched on the 19th, Scooby-Doo, Music of the Vampire. Ooh. Um, <laughs> which regrettably was not that great of a Scooby-Doo Regrettably. Movie. The main reason is, is instead of like, I mean, there were still some really good comedic bits in here, but instead of having, like, an interesting story or a majority <laughs> of comedic bits, they instead had musical numbers. Like, hmm. this is a musical. Oh. And it has no reason to be. The music does nothing. Well, it's called it. Music of the Vampire, but I guess yeah, so it but, had to be. <laughs> okay, but it's called Music of no, the Vampire for what, though? I know. I no, like, like, no, no, you don't understand. There's <laughs> actually no reason. The vampire is not what brings it music. Wait, like, really? Yeah, they just start breaking out into songs. Weird. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, all in all, it's not that bad. And it's still got, like, a lot of really funny line deliveries and bits. But, like, the musical numbers 
are just so forgettable add nothing and actually subtract from what could be more interesting dang that it just is kind of disappointing i'm still gonna watch it <laughs> well it still is a matthew lillard musical that's true <laughs> i gave it three stars um and then after that we watched uh the rundown a 2003 action movie uh with dwayne the rock johnson and christopher walken too which he's quite good in this <laughs> i still don't like christopher i don't walken know man. in like any role i've ever my, seen him in. my review of this movie was like uh it needed better editing cinematography but at the end i said uh the more i see christopher walken in uh the more i like him I don't know how he's so he's, annoying. He's to quite me. good in this, Michael. Like, uh, like honestly, he's, he's so just, much fun. He's just an actor that grates on my nerves. <laughs> I don't like him in anything I've seen him in. Dang, that's that's harsh, Michael. No, I really like. What about Hairspray? No, I don't like Aww. him in Hairspray. I don't like him in Catch Me If You Can. I just, I just don't like the guy. Darn. I really don't like him. He's my least favorite part of Sleepy Hollow. <sighs> What? Like I, he's pretty good in I really kind of wish it was anybody else in Sleepy okay. Hollow. Okay, well, but anyway, the rundown, 2003 action movie. It's not good. Kind of, kind of fun. It's it's teetering on the edge of, like, really fun, pulpy movie, but it's just kind of too bad to be there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you rated this. Like, like I agree with that statement, yeah. but I don't know how you rated this as high as you did. My, I mean, I don't know. I think it's cool. My, I, it's doing a lot of like fun yeah. things. It's doing a lot of creative things. None of them very well, and every character in this movie annoyed me. Well, it then may have, that makes sense. Then. It may have been that I had a splitting headache while we watched this movie, or it may have been that they just annoy me. The, the other guy, that guy, you know that guy in the background on the poster. You can't see it, but he's there. Who I is that guy? He, he annoyed me so much. Sean William Scott. I hate. I hated him being in this movie. And I didn't like Christopher Walken. Dude, apparently he's an American Pie alumni. That makes so much sense. <laughs> and, and I just... <laughs> I just did not like the movie. I did not enjoy my experience, save for a couple moments where they did fun bits. Yeah, I had fun. I don't know. Some uh, of the actors are really fun. There's though. a lot of stuff that really annoyed me about it, but like I like you said, there's a lot of like really fun choreography and uh, sets and set pieces. They, I don't know. I had a fun time. Yeah, my review is maybe it's just that my head is killing me, <laughs> but I wouldn't have minded if Dwayne Johnson used a gun and killed just everyone in this movie. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I gave it a three and a half out of five i thought it was pretty good but not great i gave it a two and a half um, then on the 20th i watched stowaway stowaway 2021 stowaway. Um, <laughs> which is a weird movie tony uh, collette anna it. kendrick tony collette um daniel day kim nice like it's 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 an interesting cast <laughs> this is the only movie i think i've ever seen tony collette use her actual accent which was weird. <laughs> yeah, where, where is she from? She's Australian. She's Australian. That's weird. <laughs> That's um, so weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty much what everybody said about it. It's pretty much just a movie of, about a game of lifeboat, but like in real life. IRL. Like, but like, they don't do anything with its themes. Dang. It's just that. <laughs> it's just like a thought experiment. There's no yeah. like thematic richness like, to it. Literally, they're like, oops, there's a stowaway. He's going to take up too much oxygen and food. Oh, no. I wonder what crazy antics will play out from this. But yeah, no, I, that, I could see that. And that's it. Like, that's Isn't a, it a Netflix original? I think so. Yeah. But uh, it was it was fun. I want to watch it sometime. It was boring, but... unfortunately. It's got a cast Dang. of literally four people, which was cool. But like... <laughs> 
It's got a cast of literally four. Yeah, there are like some good scenes, but because like like the actors are giving good performances, but there's like nothing behind them. Just a just a weak screenplay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I give it three stars. Um, and then on the... I was gonna I was gonna oh, say yeah. give... at the beginning of my review it says it's a pretty decent overall, but ultimately ends up feeling very lifeless and boring because it feels like it has absolutely nothing to say. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, then on the 21st, <laughs> on the 21st, I watched Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition for which the first time. I caught a couple scenes from, and it is better than I remember. <laughs> I was also still very sick while watching this, so I was like, why not turn on the Extended Elijah Edition? Elijah Wood is, like, unprecedented in every movie, but he's great um, in this. <laughs> I'll be brief with this, because okay. whatever. It's There's Lord so of the much Rings, to say about uh, it. It's absolutely fantastic. Love it. Amazing. Perfect. Beautiful cinema <laughs> all the performances I, you could go on about this movie for, for, for i genuinely think it's one of the, the greatest movies out there i i think it's the best of the trilogy um, call me crazy <laughs> the extended edition again this was my first time watching it it was cool i liked seeing all the stuff that we didn't get to see but as movies go i do think it actually made the movie a little worse <gasps> Um, but I still really enjoyed it. And all the like, all the whatever. real Lord of the Rings fans just died a little, Micah. It ruins the structure and payoffs, okay? I don't doubt it. The extended editions can be hit or miss most of the time. Yeah, like, I, they cut it for a reason. Exactly, yeah. It's cool to, to see all of the added stuff, though. I rather enjoyed it. Cool. Then on the 21st. Then on the 21st, uh, we watched Best in Show. Uh, which was a rewatch. Which is one of my. Which is qu- quickly becoming one of my favorite comedies. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's a comedy it's so with a bunch of adorable dogs. How could it exactly? Not, be? not only is it absolutely hilarious and a mockumentary, but it also has many, many adorable dogs in it. <laughs> I watched it for the first time in a car ride when Robbie was so watching it in headphones, and I didn't have any of the. You audio, didn't get any of the audio. I read the subtitles. There are so many good line was, deliveries in this, and I like... loved it a lot just doing that. And, like, having audio obviously just increases the movie. There's so many good bits in this. I think th- that was actually my review this time, is there's just, like, all-time great comedic bits in this. Yeah, I, I mean, I really loved it. <laughs> Love the dogs. It's it's kind of, like, one of the more one of the most elegant comedies I've ever seen. I, like, it feels weird to say it, but it, it's so elegantly structured. Yeah, I was about to say its structure is so just, uh-huh. like... It just comes together so so seamlessly. I don't I don't know how they did it, honestly. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a comedy in terms of its structure, even though it's like blatantly a comedy. Yeah, it's so so obviously a comedy. But yeah, uh, great performances, uh, brilliantly written, performed. Uh, I don't know. It's it's great. It's a great comedy. Go watch it. <laughs> I give it a four and a half. Yeah, so did I. It's it's really good. <laughs> then on the twenty third, we watched the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. First time watching it in forever. <laughs> I think I said I uh, think I said this was like my first time watching it in like eight years or something. Um, I've been wa- I had been watching a lot of the sixties, fifties, and seventies Disney movies. <laughs> yes. Um, and unfortunately, this one is kind of how I remembered it growing up. I never was really a big fan of it growing up. It always felt kind of flat and boring and not as interesting as any of the rest of them. Yeah. Um, which I will say that I think the reason for that is is because it has a terrible soundscape. Oh, um, I mean, I don't know if I'd say terrible soundscape, just not a very involved soundscape. It's not, it's not a rich soundscape. No. You're just moving from thing to thing without any, like... 
richness. It feels it feels insanely dry, like almost insufferably dry movie. Yeah, it, it almost <laughs> feels hard to watch with how much it right? feels like it's it's asking of you to watch it. Um, and and that sucks because I like a lot of the elements of it. Um, yeah, dude, like the the music is absolutely fantastic. I really like the songs in it. Right, and like the animation looks good, but like. It's just so... Some of the animation is so funny in this. So draining to watch. It is. It's a very draining movie. Um, I said it's pretty mixed on a lot of its elements, but the music and the elephants in this are perfect. <laughs> yeah, I said, I, said, I said the script is pretty good, actually, and there's some really fun yeah, bits fun and script, moments and songs. But man, if this isn't one of the most dry Disney movies <laughs> I've ever seen, there's no atmosphere at all. You never feel anything... Paired with this beautiful animation and fun ideas. It feels like it's sucking my soul dry. <laughs> but not not always in a bad way. Like, like it's not as extreme as that while you're watching it, but it does feel like it's it's ac- actively taking out of you to watch the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I give it a three and a half. I don't think it's bad by any stretch. I just don't think it's quite there. Yeah, know? I gave it a three. Yeah. Uh, then on the 24th, I watched Alice in Wonderland. Actually, I think it was really late that night. I don't remember. (laughs) Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) I've been sick. (laughs) Great movie. Uh, It's in my top 50. (laughs) 1951 Disney movie, obviously. Um, very, very good. Very, very cool movie to watch anytime you're tired. It's very relaxing and nice to watch. Oh yes, I do remember. This is, this is, uh, we were in Florida. We were in Florida. So yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, I did watch this to fall asleep to. Um, <laughs> good movie to fall asleep to. No, honestly. yeah, that's, <laughs> I think all of the fifties through seventies Disney movies are really nice movies to fall asleep to. I give it three and a half. It's fun. It's inventive. It's got great animation, but it's not Only always a three and a half. Movie. But it's not always the most engaging, interesting, or thematically cohesive thing to me. <laughs> Never, just, you just don't get it. <laughs> never ever since since I was young did I like the ending of the movie. <sighs> The ending's so good. It's so good. Like, I, I just don't like the ending. Okay. Well, uh, but anyway, the, also, while we were in Florida. Yeah, I was about to say, also on the 24th. <laughs> 24th, uh, we watch, We went out to the theater with our grandpa and watched The Batman. Dude. Um, and he thought it was... I don't know. I, well, we what, also what did he watched say it, exactly? We also watched it with our mom. For yeah, that's true. Time. Also with our mom um, for the first time. But he said it was too dark for yeah, him. Yeah, too dark. <laughs> and I believe not, not, what not specifically in the filmmaking, like lighting, <laughs> not but the light. like the, the story. He didn't. He didn't like that it was like a, a essentially like a serial killer. I mean, movie. it's just yeah, it's just a, a crime movie. Is all it is really. Um, still really fantastic somehow. Yeah. Um. The way it the way it's structured, the way it's paced, scene to scene, the action, the characters, it's all really, really fantastic. It's just a really good movie. Like, <laughs> like shockingly actually just really solid. But I think what plays to like what could tell you the fact that it's really solid is that it's three hours and I've never heard like anybody complain <laughs> about the fact that it's three hours. Right. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Greg Frazier and Michael Giacchino. They're the they're the real MVPs here. Honestly, <laughs> dude, Greg Frazier and dude, Michael Giacchino this movie paired together. Looks so good. It looks and this and movie sounds, sounds so good. So good. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. But I, yeah, I give it a five still, and it's still like you know, it's it's like a it's a five. I bumped it down to a four and a half, but I think it's just barely not at a five. Yeah, I just 
personally feel like mm-hmm. it, it really works for me on like an emotional level too so it kind of wraps it up into because i still yeah. have some qualms with the end as i think like it's probably the yeah. best criticism you could make of the movie but <laughs> we'll talk about it yeah yeah sometime probably uh, then we watched Uncharted. We went to the day. theater the next day and watched watched the new Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> two theaters, two times, <laughs> two days in a row, though, was nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a huge Uncharted fan. Favorite game series, as game series goes. Um, <laughs> the game franchises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was not really looking forward to this. I mean, who doesn't like Uncharted, honestly? Because, um, like, it just is nothing about this is very uncharted to e um and i could like, like looking at it i kind of hated the cast um and and the, the movie itself because because of how lack of uncharted e it's like <laughs> it, you can easily separate it from uncharted and it just kind of feels like a random yeah it just feels like movie. some random uh action adventure movie that sometimes is like oh that's kind of similar to uncharted <laughs> hey, this is kind of like uncharted <laughs> yeah it really doesn't play that much like an uncharted no. like uncharted thing which which you know i'm grateful for yeah i was about to say i'm glad if they if they aren't gonna do the games justice kind of disassociate from the games <laughs> uh but it still just wasn't that great it's fine there's some fun stuff uh i didn't like yeah. mark Wahlberg. <laughs> wow big shocker <laughs> just, could just stop it there uh dude a criminal criminal usage of antonio banderas i love antonio banderas and they did him <laughs> they so dirty him. in this movie they wasted him they had an antonio banderas right there and they just wasted him tom holland <laughs> Sad times. tom holland as a nathan drake isn't like nathan drake at all no but he's <laughs> nothing like nathan drake he, like I, like the character not even just like him as a person the character in the movie is absolutely nothing like just wildly drake. different from the games <laughs> which again fine but yeah fine whatever <laughs> i'm kind of glad he wasn't because i don't think he would have done a good job being the game guy and like it was it's fine it's fine it's a fine movie it's fine yeah uh i give it a three and a half i thought it was fun enough i gave it a three i thought it was fun enough yeah exactly <laughs> uh on the 25th, we watched, oh, I guess that's the same day, we came home and we watched Bringing Up Baby. We did. For, for the, the first time. Very first time. Um, and uh, you know what? Very funny. <laughs> very funny movie. It's, I think it's dangerous to watch this as a single man. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll just be convinced that you just need a woman who's into, like, shenanigans and stuff. Right. Like, that's... <laughs> it, appeal, it appeals to the, to the male fantasy <laughs> the male of fantasy. having a woman come in and absolutely wreck your life. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, basically, that's basically bringing a baby in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, very good movie. Uh, I think it definitely earns its reputation as, like, one of the great screwball comedies of the 30s yeah like i, I mean, said uh, the original gaslight gatekeep girl <laughs> right for real um i i compared it a lot to uh bogdanovich's uh what's up doc which i i think i did too and i think it's pretty clear that like <laughs> i mean what's up doc was like a 70s movie yeah it's like 40 to, years trying later, yeah. to be one of like yeah. this era comedies. i think it's very clear i think this so, movie is very clearly an influence for what's up doc because they're pretty much the same they're, story yeah it's basically the same well, story. man the timid scientist man who is engaged to controlling woman meets uh <laughs> he loses it, loses a precious artifact loses <laughs> a precious artifact due to trying to get funding for something uh-huh. and meets a woman who not only helps but also hurts 
<laughs> who gaslights and gatekeeps and girl bosses. That's the that's leads, basically the leads movie. to shenanigans comedy and yeah, they're the same movie. It's the same movie, like, and, and it can't be a mistake. I really, I can't believe that it would be a mistake. But I gave this a four and a half. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half too. Great movie. Uh, I'm on the Catherine Hepburn. I was about to say now. shout out to Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> She's so good in this. <laughs> Uh, also go watch The Aviator. The Aviator. Then on the 26th, I watched The Premature, yeah, premature Burial. Okay. <laughs> um, what was that like? <laughs> per my grandma's suggestion. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Actually, see, she, she mentioned it and then she... I can't speak. She mentioned it and then told, su- suggested <laughs> not to watch it. So my mom turned it on. Of course. Um, and, you know, it was actually doing some pretty unique, fun things filmmaking-wise for a horror movie in the 60s. I okay. really, like, it didn't feel like a 60s movie. Wow, it was a 60s movie? Yeah. Okay. I thought, I assumed, like, from what she had said, that it would be, like, a 30s or 40s movie. Um, but apparently not. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but, like, it was still just, like, not that great of a screenplay. Dang. I don't think it was a good story to adapt to film at all. <laughs> was it about the same level as uh, that one adaptation of The Raven we saw? Yeah, it, it okay. feels very similar yeah. to that. Because just, just adapting Edgar Allan Poe to, <laughs> to film is weird. It's weird, yeah. It's poetry. <laughs> um, you got to add more than what he gives, which these usually don't. But it was it was fun. It had good atmosphere, really good sets. And like I said, some really creative things in the filmmaking, which I was not expecting. Good. Uh, uh, I gave it... Uh, three stars that afternoon i watched uh the shaggy dog with my grandpa for the very first the time shaggy dog the 50s one not the tim allen one which apparently everyone hates the tim allen one well there you go you dodged <laughs> um, <a> ball. <laughs> but i watched the old shaggy dog and my only note is that david lynch should have directed this dude literally <laughs> and it would be so good literally i i saw some of it it would have been so funny if you literally just like put the twin Peaks score over the movie <laughs> short like they put pauses between the dialogue and had david lynch direct just literally hand this to david lynch and it would have been like a suburban horror masterpiece right now it just comes off as a kind of weak suburban like comedy (laughs) so i don't know it was fun i had fun it's got cool atmosphere i guess some cool special send it to david lynch ask him Be like, David, you have to remake The Shaggy Dog 1959 <laughs> with Fred McMurray. Yeah, Fred McMurray's pretty good in this. Yeah, for, But I mean, he's always to good. Fred McMurray. He's always good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What did you rate it? I uh, gave it a three and a half. It was fun. Yeah, and then on the 26th, on the way home, Whoa. Uh, I watched Ender's Game. Ender's Game. I had been game. wanting to watch it for a while. Certified gamer classic um, Ender's Game. <laughs> I think, I think, I know it's not the moral of the book, <laughs> But, like, the moral comes off in this movie because of the poor way it handles its themes. The moral comes off as, don't play COD or you might commit genocide. (laughs) Whoops. That seems a little far-fetched. Like, it it feels so much less about how the kids are exploited and more about how they did a terrible thing. And it's really weird. That's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> the cast is cool, but like it, it's just such a weird movie, and it handles Bizarre. everything so weirdly. I want to see it, honestly. <laughs> I, I honestly kind of want to rewatch it. Like, there's some <laughs> element of it that's really enjoyable, but like 
again, the way it handles its themes is so not good to me that it makes it kind of laughable to watch. Dang. Uh, I give it three stars. Oh, yeah, and the, the VFX are actually really, really good in this movie, really? surprisingly. I just assumed, like, mid-2010s uh, sci-fi, like, mid-budget sci-fi movie, I didn't expect the VFX to look good at no, all. No, I think the VFX look pretty great. Wow. There you go. Uh, I give it three stars. All right. Uh, did you watch anything? On the... Not on the 28th. Okay, I was about to say, on the 28th, I watched uh, Johnny English Strikes Again. Um, I had previously watched... Uh, Johnny English, and apparently I was supposed to watch Johnny English Reborn. That's the second one. Oh, um, but I I don't really care that much. <laughs> uh, and it was fine. I think. Wait, let me let me just read my review. It's pretty short. Uh, I said I liked the first film, but most of the bits in this get stale pretty fast. Not unenjoyable, but very frictionless and predictable for most of its runtime. See, and like that's kind of how I like like. Less so, because, like, the first Johnny English is first clearly better. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, because I didn't watch that one, but, like, that's kind of how I felt about Johnny English. Like, like, I like, I like, uh, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. Um. He's fun. But I don't, I, I'm not a big Johnny English guy. <laughs> yeah, Johnny English Strikes Again. Very frictionless movie. Some good bits. Some bad bits. It's, it's a pretty mixed bag. I, I gave it a six, uh, or rather a, a three out of five. <laughs> Uh, then on the 29th, the 29th, I, I, uh, rewatched The Red Shoes. The Red Shoes? Um, That's a great movie. Which, which has grown to be one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Good. Shout out to The Red Shoes. It's because you're, you're a theater kid, Micah. I, I am a theater kid. That's the only reason. <laughs> um, man, it's so fantastic <laughs> and it's dancing sequences are so good and, I will talk about that actually a little bit later because we're talking about some more movies. We should do we should do um, a Red Shoes episode sometime. But like, man, everything about this is so dialed in and so good, and it, it's insane that it was made when it was, and the color is so beautiful. I can't believe and, it was made in the forties, dude. Right? It's That's a insane. Forties movie. That's insane. And the cast <laughs> is fantastic. Um, yeah, five stars. Absolutely outstanding. Then on the thirtieth, I rewatched Pig. Still gave it five stars. Mike is like, pig, good movie. Um, on the 31st, I watched the new HBO Max original Moonshot. Uh, it was fine. It was pretty good, actually. Uh, it's got Cole Sprouse in it, and he's Cole Sprouse. <laughs> Shout out to Cole that's, Sprouse. That's the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Like, I don't know, as far as modern rom-coms go... Like there's, it's a very scarce, it's very, very scarce that you find a good one. Yeah. And this one's pretty good. It's yeah. not great or anything. Um, I said it had surprisingly natural and understated world building, um, <laughs> which I did not expect, but it's, it's not like amazing. It's just like better than I thought it would be. Uh, but yeah, fine, fun. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, it was cool. And I also rewatched The Young Girls of Rochefort, which is... I believe in my top 50, it should be, yeah. Um, my favorite Jacques Demy film, uh, it gets better every time I watch it. I don't know how it they did it. It gets better every time. Gene, Gene Kelly's in it. Gene Kelly. He's quite good. Uh, <laughs> then on the first, we watched Scooby-Doo, Frank and Creepy. Frank and Creepy. Um, which was a pretty fun Scooby-Doo movie, as yeah. Scooby-Doo movies go. It was, it was fun. Um, I liked it. <laughs> I liked a lot of what they were doing. Liked a lot of the bits. Um, 
it had a had 70s shaggy for some reason like it had all of the 70s cast for the show oh yeah which is weird coming from 2014 yeah that was cool that was such a neat like detail i forgot about that (laughs) dang (laughs) um but yeah, no, it's like I, I said it might actually be the most insane and unhinged movie committed to taking its bits to as far as they can be right? that I've ever seen. It's so weird. Like, it really does like like the movie almost kind of feels like you're going insane a bit with <laughs> how much it like fully commits to every single whacked out bit that oh it has to offer. The death of the mystery machine bit is so funny in this. Dude, in the in the editing <laughs> The editing in this is actually insane. Unhinged. I actually forgot about that. I don't know. I don't know if that. it's great, but it definitely is unhinged. It is unhinged. <laughs> like, like it'll be like, uh, it'll be like, um, oh, let's go to this next scene, and then it'll cut like fifty times in five seconds to like <laughs> them getting ready, them putting something on, like in a, in like a really snappy way that like isn't terrible to watch like i don't know it's so weird weird movie it's it's really cool but, but good it's, movie. but it's really whacked out uh, i give um, it a three and a half i really enjoyed it i gave it a three and a half as well uh what did you watch i watched you know now looking at the poster it looks very similar to the squid games poster from far away <laughs> i was like did i log squid games Remember, it's like squid games, squid games. <laughs> idk um I watched Anina, which is a. I'm trying to remember what oh, yeah, country it's from. Into this. Oh, I was it's, about to say they spoke Spanish. Yeah, it's a Ur- Uruguayan. I don't know if that's the correct word. It was produced in Uruguay, <laughs> um, movie uh, animated, and it was pretty fun. I don't know. It was a little generic. I know it's an adaptation of a kids' book, so it, that's usually a problem with a lot of stuff similar to this. Um, but it was fun. It, it, I wish I had a bigger animation budget and just a bit stronger of a screenplay. Yeah, the bit I watched, because I watched quite a bit of but the it was ending, fun. actually. Um, it just seemed a little flat, and yeah. a little, like, slow. Yeah. Because, again, it was an adaptation very one, of a book. Very one note, yeah. I think, in a lot of ways. But it was fun. I gave it a three and a half. Then on the second, I watched, or rewatched rather, and it was actually that night, uh, yeah. Watership Down. Um, <laughs> Good movie. Which Great has grown movie. to be one of my favorite movies of all time. Look at, the, look at those little bunnies go. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm actually talking about it in the new video I'm what? doing. That's Believe insane, it or not. Uh, how could you do it? <laughs> really, really fantastic. I love how this movie like came out of nowhere. I got the criterion for it like before I had seen the movie just because I was like, eh. It, it looks cool. The bunnies look cool. I, I trusted the fact that it was a 70s movie and that people <laughs> I knew liked it. And then I turned it on and was, like, blown away. Mike is like, this is the greatest film ever made. <laughs> I, I really do love it. Uh, I gave it five stars. Very cool. Um, uh, that night, as he was watching Watership Down, I retreated to the to the basement and watched Sorry to Bother You for the first time. Uh, 2018 Boots Riley movie. Which, I believe, that, yeah, this is his debut and my goodness, <laughs> if if I make something even close to this good I, on my directorial debut, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Make more movies, I guess. <laughs> Which he is not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. He's got a, he's got another one lined up. Well, he hasn't yet. That's um, what I'm saying. But yeah, no, it's he. It, it's fantastic. I don't know. I I feel like everyone who has heard about Sorry to Bother You knows what it is for the most part. Um, it's one of the more bonkers films I've seen in a while. Uh, Lakeith Stainfield is really good in this. Uh, the direction's really good. The writing is amazing. 
set design's amazing. It's it's just a great movie. I, I said in my review, this is this is the kind of movie I want to make. So sorry to bother you. Great movie. Loved it. <laughs> uh, and later that afternoon, or I guess like I, I, I slept between these, um, I watched the new Netflix movie, Windfall, with uh, Jason Segal. And uh, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Shout out to Jesse Plemons for real. There's a cast of four people. <laughs> um, and they're all great. So, was yeah. it a good movie? It was good. I thought, I thought it was great. Um, apparently it seems to be a little not, uh, most people don't seem to think it's quite as good as I do, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sucker for Jesse Plemons. <laughs> he plays, he plays a rich jerk in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Windfall, uh, I said it was surprisingly classical in a lot of its filmmaking styles. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. Nice. Then on the third, we watched, I don't know why it's just called Stormbreaker on here. The title is Alex Ryder Operation Stormbreaker. Like, that's what's on the poster. Apparently, that's what the movie is called. But it's just listed on Letterboxd as Stormbreaker. Maybe, maybe like, when they released it to the U.S., because it is a British movie. Maybe when they released it to the U.S., they were like, the Americans are too dumb. They'll never, they'll never figure out the title of the movie. <laughs> so we're just gonna shorten it so like the only positive things about uh, that i could say about this movie are that it features alicia silverstone and ewan mcgregor but they're hardly in the movie right and sometimes it has a fun bit indeed it does (laughs) i i i think it's fine i actually think it's a pretty fine movie it's whatever um but it just is it has such a boring protagonist that it's really uh, just a chore to get through <laughs> right Ravi Ravi put that the protagonist is literally the least interesting thing happening and it really is like the movie s- spends most of its runtime with Alex Ryder and he's just like the most boring he generic does, okay. person of all time he does nothing <laughs> he grows not at all and he has like no emotion other than just like mm, mm. that's so Mm. like i don't even know like how does he interact with people he doesn't like he's so weird he's like he's like an npc and then and then he goes he gets to his undercover assignment and is immediately like extremely hostile right like he doesn't try to blend in at all and he actually knows like he he doesn't spend any of his time don't they tell him to like research computers to where he can act like a computer guy yeah and then he shows up and he doesn't know he just anything doesn't about do computers. any he's just like the worst person in the world <laughs> dude i swear this movie i give it one star <laughs> i i gave it a two and a half i think it's pretty solid in a lot of ways but it just like has so many bad things working against it that it is not worth not worth your trouble in any way then we went to the theater. The theater for and my we birthday. The Godfather. We watched on Robbie's the birthday, Godfather uh, for the first time. Yeah, for the fir- very first time oh watching my gosh. it. Gosh, and guess what? It's fantastic. Guess what, Micah? <laughs> one of the one of the most highly regarded movies in in cinema history is really good. <laughs> it's 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 like uh, I don't know. It was so it was so cool to see in theaters for the first time. Like right, it's it's such a cool movie. Cool movie. <laughs> I really love its atmosphere. And dude, like I said, I put in my review. Uh, like movies, th- th- this movie shows that no other movie should like 
have bad lighting. <laughs> right. Good lighting can be achieved. Good lighting. This is fantastic can, lighting. can be achieved. The lighting call in the this number is, below. The lighting in this is so amazing. Right. I, I was in love with the lighting in Hard this. Hard to believe how dark almost every scene in this exactly. is. Exactly. And it's still, like, everything is super visible. So that's what I've been, ta I've been talking about a lot recently. We that need modern, more of that. Modern <laughs> movies and modern blockbusters, for some reason, just do this thing where they're, like, really, really dark and hard to see what's going on. <laughs> They just shoot with the lights off instead of like lighting it so it looks dark. Exactly, and people are people are like, yeah, well, it works in theaters, and like, kind of, mm. but like, this still looks it? absolutely amazing. Like half the scenes in this are nothing but like blackness, except for the stuff that you're supposed to see, yeah. which you can see really well. You know, a lot of '70s movies and '60s movies do that really well. Yeah, just good lighting. Um, but yeah, The Godfather, uh, one of one of those movies that kind of like washes over you with how long it is. Right. Um, but in a good way. Good stuff. Almost you, suffocatingly you, good. You, tr you transcend with The Godfather. <laughs> the, bap the baptism sequence is honestly like one of the best things in cinema ever, I think. <laughs> like I said afterwards, though, I think it's kind of funny how 90% of the movie is just like bouncing around from different killing scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's either like... Uh, welcome to the family, have a meatball, or someone's dying. <laughs> that's, that's basically the movie. Uh, then that night, um, we watched A Town Called Panic. Yeah. Uh, best movie ever? No, Question mark? you're wrong. In every way. <laughs> Dude, when are you gonna come around and love... Uh, town called Panic. Listen, I will admit Show that it's it a good love. movie. I gave it three and a half. It's so it's funny. So dude. it's just not that good. Like I don't think it's you that, need you need to get some culture. It's not that strong <laughs> in any sense, Rebby. You need the, to eat a bagel. The, sto the, the story and the screenplay are not that good. <laughs> this movie, this movie is like the film embodiment of a bagel. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how that metaphor works, but I think anyone who has seen it would agree. I <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> what? I don't. Cause you, I, do you not see it? By I don't see it at all. Okay, I, I think it's like a bagel. It, it's just kind of boring. <laughs> it's literally one of the best stop motion animated movies ever. Oh, I love the stop motion. Like I said, there's a lot of really, really great things in this. There's, there's a lot so many of really good funny bits. bits. The animation is really cool. The Mozart hat, Micah. But, come on. But, but <laughs> the Pearl Fountain, Micah. The, I really hate the story. Like I hate the plot and how it plays out in the movie. Come on. It really, it kind of annoys me. Okay, I think it's perfect. I gave it a ten out of. 10. I gave it a three and five a five out of five. It's good. It's a great movie. It's a, it's a good movie. <laughs> then on the fifth, I watched The Matrix. Whoa, uh, that sure is a cool movie. Still is still is fantastic. Perhaps, perhaps the peak of American blockbusters. S still, really do be good. I don't, <laughs> I don't have too much to say about it's it. It's so the good. Matrix. It's fantastic. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. I give it a five out of five. Um, I caught a few scenes of it, and it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, on the fifth, later after I think you had left for theater. Yeah. Um, I watched Puss in Boots for the first time, directed by Chris Miller, um, and it's not. As good as Shrek 2, or Shrek, uh, but it is better than the other Shrek movies, <laughs> I think. Uh, I What did I say in my review about it? Um, I said it's nearly nothing like the Shrek series, like tonally, stylistically, it's, it's surprisingly separated. Uh, but I thought it was very kinetic and fun. I, I thought it was a good movie. 
Uh, I said it was like a less de- uh, refined Rango. If, if for anyone who's seen Rango. Yeah, no, I could I could see that. I really enjoyed the movie when I watched yeah. it. Uh, I give it a four out of five. I thought it was a lot of fun. Antonio Banderas, he's very good. <laughs> Shout out to Antonio Banderas. I can't believe he's not coming back for the for the next Puss in Boots movie. Right. It makes me so sad. Um, and then on the sixth, I watched uh, the Netflix film Kate for the first time with Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. Uh, that was really the big big motivator for me <laughs> to go see it. And she kind of carries this movie on her back for the entire runtime. So, I mean, like, I think it's pretty good. Uh, her performance in this is great. Fight choreography is great. Editing's really fun. <laughs> Staging's fun. Lighting's fun. It's a fun movie. I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, I think Micah caught, like, the last ten minutes of it or something. Yeah, I saw, I saw the, the um, little bit at the end. And I want to watch it with him because there's some very fun, like, for, uh, sword fighting in it. Uh and just like a lot of fun sequences that you missed. Yeah, no, it looked it looked cool. Yeah. I went to watch it. Good movie. At some point. <laughs> I mentioned I tweeted out while I was watching it that I nearly choked on my quesadilla the first time Mary Elizabeth Weinstein uh, appeared on screen. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, there she is. <laughs> Shout out to her though. She needs more work. Right. She's so good in everything I've seen her in. She, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even, like, as big of a fan of her as you are, but she has, I have not seen her give a bad performance, right? even in movies with weak screenplays, like Gemini Ex- Man. Exactly. She's so good in everything. For what? She needs more work. <laughs> uh, then on the 7th, I watched uh, Hamlet. Hamlet. Uh, the 40s Lawrence uh, Olivier one. It made me think you're in your 40s, Micah. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm more like in your like 60s or 70s, right? I guess would be more the age range for, right? for Shakespeare movies. Um, I, I do, I do kind of love it though. I mean, I've always been a really, a really big uh, Shakespeare fan. I, I don't know what it is, but like, I mean, everybody loves it. Like, there's a bit. Shakespeare is one of the highest regarded like. Authors, authors of all time of just so ever, yeah like uh, whatever but like i there's something i very much love about the way he writes dialogue and the way he adapts uh like classic stories yeah um so i, I don't know i really enjoyed it brilliant I think, writer i don't know <laughs> lawrence olivier uh brought some really really cool direction to this it's extremely atmospheric it, it, tragedy of Macbeth is very clearly inspired by this <laughs> movie. I was about to say I caught a few <laughs> scenes of this Hamlet, and it it literally just you could intercut it with Tragedy of Macbeth, and it would probably feel about the same. The way it's blocked and staged, and even just the deliveries and the way it t- like plays itself are very similar. And I yeah. loved Tragedy of Macbeth, so here we are. <laughs> Mike is like Tragedy of Macbeth Part Two. Here it is. Uh, yeah, no, I really loved it. I give it four and a half. Um, I said the end of Hamlet is pretty much just that SNL skit. <laughs> oh my gosh, dear sister. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> that that sketch is so good. All timer. Good stuff. Literally. It's I, need, like, I guess I need to watch Hamlet. <laughs> literally, it's just like Hamlet. Now this person dies. Now this person dies. Now this person dies. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, four and a half. Very, very good. Can't wait to watch another uh, Lawrence Olivier uh, Shakespeare movie. Oh, there you go. Uh, on the 9th, our grandparents were in town for your theatrical production, Micah. My theatrical production of Emma. So of you Emma, guys watched Emma. <laughs> uh, we watched Emma, the uh, 1996 Douglas McGrath Emma. Not not a different one. And dude, <laughs> this came out a year after Clueless, so I'm just going to... Just gonna say clueless had it first <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> i mean obviously i think there was an adaptation before clueless but uh clueless is better 
this one's still really fun, though. I think I'm finally getting the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow hype. She's really good in this. <laughs> um, I don't know. Fun movie. I, I liked the uh, production design a lot. There was, like, this garden scene where they had, like, this pillar, and there was, like, a goldfish <laughs> bowl on top with all the goldfish in it, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch the Anya Taylor-Joy one. <laughs> yeah, right? No, now I'm really excited for that one, too. Apparently, I just really love the story of Emma. Fun fun story in general. Yeah, but Clueless is easily story. the best one I've seen. <laughs> best version of it. Uh, but, yeah, fun movie. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, on the 10th, I watched An American in Paris with my grandparents. I was about to say, um, do you have to go to Paris to see an American in I, Paris? I had never seen it before. Um, Amazing. Gene Kelly, fantastic. Gene Kelly. Uh, but I will agree with kind of what it what, what one person said about this. It, it was once said. It feels too, like, it feels so much like it's just Gene Kelly antics. <laughs> like, that's the entire movie. Gene Kelly musical shenanigans. Yeah, like, like it's, it's really fun. And, man, the movie's gorgeous. Like, it's one of the nicest looking movies I've ever seen. Cool. Um, <laughs> but, like... There's not a whole lot of substance here. I compared the ending as they have like a 15 minute musical, <laughs> like nonstop just dancing sequence at mm-hmm. the end. And I compared it to the red shoes when I watched it because in the red shoes, I cannot look away from their like 15 minute <laughs> dance number at the end. I'm enthralled. I'm, I am, I'm euphoric. <laughs> I'm feeling the feelings. There Whereas this one, I got pretty bored pretty fast. Mike's like, hey. like it looks good. It has beautiful choreography, but like, there was no emotion behind it in the way that I wanted it to because it was a La La Land like epilogue kind of moment. Yeah. Um, but without nearly any of the power that either La La Land or without just without Justin Hurwitz behind it is the problem. <laughs> uh, but no, like there's still so much about this that you can love. Gene Kelly is great. There's some really fun sequences. Uh, Oscar Levant or whatever he does a really great Levant. performance <laughs> and I loved his little bit that he had in his dream sequence nice that was really cool again the movie looks fantastic so good but cool. uh, I gave it a three and a half can't wait to see it wow I'm surprised it's that low honestly uh, and then on the 11th we watched uh, our third David Lynch movie I believe question mark uh no my what, second i was about to say what else no my second david lynch feature what did jack do isn't feature. yeah it's not feature okay so if, if we're counting short films as like my sixth or whatever but <laughs> uh feature length this is my second david lynch feature and yeah. it was it was very good yeah i i really i'm, I'm a sucker for david lynch <laughs> i really am micah who has a letterboxed and isn't a sucker for david lynch? <laughs> i loved this movie so much <laughs> darn it <laughs> it's such a such a wholesome um, movie no yeah i wasn't i had no idea what to expect going into it i was a little worried because i just naturally am about movies especially made in the 80s about like any kind of mental disability or i mean a mental disability physical disability or just disability in general yeah is what i was going any for. disabled persons in old movies are usually not portrayed very well <laughs> Yeah, mental disabilities, physical disabilities, mental illness, they're all usually portrayed pretty poorly in cinema. Uh, but um, this is good. I think one of the good ones. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> what, very, what do we know? I'm not very educated on the topic, but I really liked how sympathetic it is to um, 
Did they call him John or Joseph? Yeah, Joseph was the real guy. They yeah. call him John. Yeah, John. To Mary. John in this film. Yeah. Uh, it's based on a true story. Uh, I did story not know it was based on is, a true story at first. The true story is pretty cool, actually. Right, yeah. And like I said, I, I was looking up a bunch about this because I love, I love true story stuff. Uh, I was looking up a bunch about the real guy. And a lot of it is very accurate, except for kind of a lot of the drama in the second half. Apparently, the real life Joseph Merrick, once he got like into the hospital and people caring for him, he pretty much just had a, a nice had a, had a nice life. nice little life. That's it. <laughs> yeah, um, there's there's lots of stuff that happens in this. But there was there it was very point uh, if I can poignant poignant. Uh, in this movie to do what they did with it. So I very much understand. Because yeah. again, it goes, it doubles down on being extremely sympathetic towards uh, John Merrick. I said, I said it was one of the most sentimental films I think I've ever seen. Very, very good. I loved the atmosphere. Um, Anthony Hopkins is pretty good in this. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> is pretty good in this. Yeah. Uh, I love the way it handles its themes and the character of John Merrick. Again, I'm good. not very educated in it, but I thought it did good. I gave it a four and a half. I gave it a four and a half. Nice. Copying, wow. I guess we're I guess we're just copying in me. agreement. <laughs> wow. Uh, then I watched Two Framed Roger Rabbit for the first time. Yeah. Um, which yeah. was surprisingly really fun. Like, I were you not expecting to I don't enjoy know. it? I had heard like I don't know. I feel like I don't know from who because most people on Letterboxd that I follow really like it. Yeah. But, like I'd heard that it was kind of weird. And I had seen some scenes from it, and it was kind of weird. Uh, but it's really, <laughs> It is really kind of weird. <laughs> I didn't know it was like a straight satire before I got into yeah. it. Um, but it's a really, really fun movie. I love 2D combined with like live action. I always have. I've never seen it done as seamlessly as it is in this. I mean, it's Rubber Zemeckis. And this was made in the 80s, What do you? Dude. What do you want? That's it's crazy. Rubber Zemeckis. When he was actually like being innovative and not just having infinite technology, he was making good movies. Whoops. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis is a weird career, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, this was my second time watching it. I thought it was great. Uh, I still think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have too much to say about it. I love the way it commits to its bits in so many ways. It's really, really funny, really, really charming, and pretty inventive overall. I said it. I said in my review, it commits to the bit on an inspiring level. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it four stars. I also gave it four stars. Then afterwards, we watched Moneyball. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yes. Uh, which Moneyball? Um, Luke, again, good friend of the podcast, Luke, one of his favorite movies, like, Moneyball. Like the cast, Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Philip Brad Pitt Hoffman. is so good in this, and uh, so is Jonah Hill. No, uh, like the cast does a really great job. Uh, I wasn't as impressed with the movie as I was hoping I would be. Um it's kind of a weird movie. It's a, it's so odd. <laughs> like the way it plays out and the way it deals with its themes and everything. I was just kind of like, huh, that was cool. That was weird. It's, I thought it's, I, you know it's pretty. I cool. think it's a cool movie. <laughs> no, it's a cool movie. It's a fun movie. It has great performances. I wish it was like more of everybody else. Like like not less of Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt gives an absolutely <laughs> outstanding performance, but more of everyone else. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in like two scenes. Right. No, I I got so excited. I'm like, yay, another Hoffman movie. And then he's in like five scenes in the whole movie. I'm like, oh. Jonah Hill is just kind of there in the background. Like he has at least some more time, but like he's not really doing much. Jonah Hill's so much fun in this. And like apparently I looked up how people, because again, this is based off of a real life thing. Weird. Apparently (laughs) one of the things that people have complained about the most in terms of its accuracy is how much more it gives credit to Billy Bean than like anybody else. (laughs) Like not that he wasn't like the one who started it uh, and like got it going, but like. 
it's like this they movie, do make it seem like he's like is like Billy Beans single handedly <laughs> changed the, the game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's odd. Um, very good though. Yeah, like its message. Uh, enjoyed a lot. Shout of its... out! Shout out to Luke for giving me two four and a halfs as suggestions over the past month. Yeah, I gave it a four. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of its filmmaking, but it didn't really hit any way powerfully for me like I wanted it to. Like I wanted it to be an emotional ending, and in the end, I was just kind of like, huh. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair criticism. Uh, then we watched The Bye Bye Man. Yeah, later that night we watched The Bye Bye Man. The Bye Bye Man. <laughs> uh, which has a 1.5 on Criminal, the box. Criminally low. Criminally underrated. <laughs> this movie is an amazing parody of the horror genre, even though it's not meant to I don't be. Even, I, don't even think it's me- I don't even think it's good as a satire of the horror genre. I would argue that it is a good horror movie. I don't know about on that its one. own it's, merit. It's so bizarre and funny. It I, it is really funny, but I don't think I see. I don't think horror movies like. I think horror movies should be funny, to a to a degree. I mean, I, I would see argue that. for that. But like, I I, I thought it's not that it's not that great overall. No. but it's really fun and like, its performances are terrible. There's there's some energy about this movie that I actually really enjoyed watching. Right? Like, I would watch this again. Uh, like, cause it's screenplay is not that great. It's actors are giving hilariously bad performances. I honestly would attribute most of this movie's greatness to, uh, it's editing. I think it's, it's editing, editing is, is actually fun. good. Like not even like just, Oh, this is hilariously bad to no, watch. Bad I think editing. it's great it's... editing. <laughs> it gives so it gives every scene like such a electric feel, not always in a good way. <laughs> um, because of the performances being shaky. The performances are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun funny but i don't know i i liked it a lot i like i would watch it again <laughs> i give it two and a half i said more horror antagonists need animal sidekicks like in this movie <laughs> the bible man has such a complicated lore for what they don't touch on it all in this movie because i like i looked up uh, I, I i usually go to the imdb like trivia page for movies yeah yeah uh and like the bye bye man has like this complex lore and like the creature that follows him around has it's like so a whole weird. thing. It's so funny. Um, shout out to Carrie Ann Moss. I gave it a three out of five. <laughs> Two and a half. Uh, then on the fourteenth. Oh, I guess you watched some stuff. I did. There. I watched some more stuff on the twelfth. Actually. Oh wow! You've got a, um, you got a couple movies in between. I watched the coming of age twenty thirteen film, The Way Way Back, which was better than I anticipated. Um, this is probably my favorite. Where is he? I'm trying to remember his name. Ah, Sam Rockwell. This is probably my favorite Sam Rockwell movie. Um, he's really good in this. Um, everything else is fine. I don't know. It's it's a very fine movie. It's not not great. I said it could have used some stronger direction just to make everything mesh better because it's it's meant to be a very euphoric movie at the end, and it just doesn't land very well. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It was fun. Um, it feels oddly dated for being made in 2013. Like, it feels like it should have been made in, like, 2002 or something. <laughs> Not 2013. No, I, I get that vibe from a lot of movies. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was fun, though. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Uh, and then I watched Better Nate Than Ever, the new Disney oh, Plus yeah. musical. Uh, <laughs> which is apparently an adaptation of a book, which I've never heard of or read. Um, and it was, it was fun. It was not great, uh, but it was not bad by any stretch. Uh, the main kid is actually really good in this. Um, the cast is not 
outstanding, but like better than a typical Disney Plus fair. <laughs> um, I think it has like one really fantastic music sequence in it, like musical uh, theater sequence. Uh, but the rest of the movie ranges from all right to just like pretty good. Uh, but yeah, a fine movie. I give it a three and a half out of five. Well, there you go. And then uh, later that night, I watched uh, Deadware. Which we might as well just talk about the collective Deadware yeah, view. I was about to say, I watched, I watched it later, later that night. <laughs> I was about to say, I watched it twice in one night. So, <laughs> Which I did with The Visit, by the way. <laughs> Good movie. But surprisingly similar in a lot of ways. Deadware is Deadware. not what the name of the movie should be. But it, no. was, it was surprisingly a fun, like, just genuinely a fun it's horror movie. It's such a movie. fun movie, yeah. Um, like, I don't know what... I don't know what it is. It's got good. It's got good atmosphere. It's got like a fun cast. Good fun performances. Yeah, I don't think the performances are like that great, but they, but it works somehow in the it's, movie. It's got like it, they're not conventionally good, but I think for the tone this movie sets, I think they're great. Yeah, and like again, like the usage of its story and everything isn't like inherently conventionally great, but no. like somehow this movie comes together into being like a really actually like interesting and fun. It's so and it's like so weirdly good, kind of enthralling movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't look like, away. Like, 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 <laughs> it somehow captures the vibe of watching like a random streamer for the first <laughs> exactly. Time you like play hop on an Twitch or something indie horror game at like. <laughs> three in the morning it's so weird like it has that vibe it catches somehow. that vibe so well i don't know how they did it <laughs> i gave it three and a half i gave it a, i gave it a four out of five both times i thought it was pretty great <laughs> my room my review <laughs> religious gamer gets manipulated by goth girl to play murder death game you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> that's literally the plot of the movie i can't believe how overtly goth uh the lady in this is <laughs> it's so funny uh what a whack movie. Uh, then on the 14th, uh, I watched Parasite again. Parasite! Uh, I, like, half-watched it. I was editing at Shout the out time. to Parasite. Very, shout, very out, shout out to Parasite it's, for being perhaps the best movie. <laughs> it's fantastic. I need, to, I need to watch it more, as we all should. <laughs> as, as we all should watch Parasite at least uh, once every quarter, I believe, <laughs> is, is the requirement. Then on the 15th, we watched Dune again. Watched it with our mom for Dune, the first time. I, I will finally admit that I think Dune is great. I retract my statements with the <laughs> Where did that come from? Micah, Micah, why are you playing music right now? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> it's still playing. Micah, what? Music just came out okay. of nowhere out of my phone. Okay, so Dune. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh, Dune. Dune. I, I, I finally love it. I was I was considering, I was like, oh, maybe it's not, maybe I'm not as into it now that I've seen it so many times. Ooh. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe. No, it's fantastic. I, I can't not get chills in so many parts in this, but like, I'm so enthralled while watching this movie. It gets so, and again, I know this is increased because I'm a book fan. And like I know, big this, fan of books. And I know, no, like a like a Dune big book fan. fan and I know, books. and I know how the story goes. So like watching this, in my opinion, knowing what's going to happen later in the story is like, like like galaxy brain levels. <laughs> like it's so it's That's so funny. insane to just be able to experience the movie. And so many of the sequences are so good. Yeah, well paced, so interesting. I I love. This is probably my favorite. <laughs> way to tackle this kind of sci-fi that i've ever seen like the way it breaks into it 
the way it uses i can't <laughs> i can't talk about this movie enough man i i mean I, we already did a whole episode on i hadn't <laughs> i hadn't watched it in a while and like i watched it again and now my hype for dune is like 100 percent back up yeah no i actually think i bumped it up like a whole star on this viewing um it's a, I have it at a four and a half now, and I think honestly, I just it's one of the like best edited movies I've seen like in a while. It's, so it's just so good. Like there's there's just like a life to it, and it, it's like it's like it, it's a breathing film. If right. that makes any sense, it's it's like a it's so <laughs> enthralling. I I love it so much. I I still am not a fan of like what a lot of what it's doing but technically like on a movie making standpoint like this is one of the best movies to come out in the past I, it's so like good. i don't know decade or so I, I love the way it uses its themes i love the way it plays out it's so good i just wish i was I more into dune as a concept i know i'm biased just because <laughs> i love the book so much yeah. but like it's so good five stars uh, and then on the 15th, we watched for the very you first didn't, time. You didn't say what you rated it, Ronnie. I did. I said I gave it no, a four and a half. you said you upped it a whole time. Yeah, but I, I said I gave it a four and a half. Anyway. I gave it a four and a half. We watched for the first time <laughs> in theaters, everything, everywhere, all at once. Best um, movie of 2022 so far. I had been I had been like hearing a lot of really great things. A lot of people going right? to theaters. It passed Parasite as the highest uh, average rated movie on Letterboxd. Which is not it no, is it's not, not it's, it's not, not that good. It's guys. not better than Parasite. <laughs> Calm down. Um, but uh, I watched it and it is fantastic. I really really loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I literally I I think it's one of the better movies of the past decade. I, yeah, I, I think it's great of the decade. Honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I would love to do an episode on this. Right. Uh, again, it would have to be something we'd go rewatch. Definitely, um, yeah. I think just one viewing, you're not going to catch everything. Honestly, I like for this movie to really understand it, I feel like you got to watch it a lot because there's so much going on. I think probably the biggest problem I had with it is that it thinks it's way smarter than it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like other than that, I think it's pretty much perfect. Yeah, and I think... And I think I, <laughs> Actually, that's a great that's a great way to put it because I didn't I didn't quite know what was bothering me about it that I didn't give it five stars because like the filmmaking is outstanding the uh -huh. writing is really solid mm -hmm. everything about like like on a filmmaking level I think everything is great yeah I think it's a very emotional film uh, I think it's a hilarious film it's so funny <laughs> but like where I think it comes off is at the very end it it really does feel like it's like it's like Whoa. like it's like whoa we're galaxy brain right now when it's guys. really like like it's when a it's good really it's just a like, good concept yeah it's a great message but like it's, it's not fine. it's not it's not great. blowing it's anybody's not mind great, with with the actual concept <laughs> that's been talked about before right um but yeah and i, I think that the general handling of the final bits of its payoff mm -hmm. it's still really good and it still works really emotionally but at the same time it does feel a little bit less than I think it should be. Yeah. That's like the only problem. <laughs> I said I said in my review that it's pretty much just the Matrix if you made it today. <laughs> it's like literally. Yeah, it's it's I think you put it like it literally is the Matrix for for internet brain. Yeah, if, for the internet brains out there, it's literally just the Matrix. <laughs> but yeah, very good. I love the Matrix. Who I give it I give it four and a half. I'm probably I probably could up it to a five. <laughs> I just I just didn't feel the five at the time. But Fair like, enough. And I. I 
on my rankings I and gave stuff, I put it above several five star movies. Yeah, I have the, I have this at the top, not for the decade, but for the year. It liquor, my, it's going to be so hard. I was going to say it made, my, it made my top five for the decade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then on the seventeenth. Uh, oh wait, no, you have something. Else yeah. On the 16th. Uh, what was, was what was this? That was two days ago. Wow. Um, I watched Elementa. I, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, and it is a documentary with no dialogue. I assumed it was going to be narrated, but then it, it wasn't. It's literally just like a nature. <laughs> it was. It's just like a nature ambience documentary, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it seems like something I would make, not always in a good way. <laughs> like a lot of the things that I think would be problems if I ever made a movie are here. Like um, there, in like there are so many like split screens and dissolve transitions in this. It makes me happy, but it also oh, kind of no. undercuts some of the stuff happening. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I had fun with it. Uh, I did it. I I had a secret motive, Micah. I, I'm trying to fill in all of the countries on my like world map of films I've seen. Mm-hmm. And this has like 16 production countries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it filled in like a bunch of my map. Uh, but it was also very good. Like I don't regret watching it. So <laughs> it, was, it was a means to an end, but it was a good means to an end. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I gave it a four and a half. So then on the 17th, <laughs> I finished uh, Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, I had been watching it like over the week because it's six hours. Um, but, I, but I enjoyed <laughs> six it. Six hour movie. It was a big deal. It was fun. It was cool to finish on Easter. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a movie. It's a big biblical studio production. And it's exactly what you would expect from that. It's got some really good elements. There were actually surprisingly some scenes that I really loved. Hey. <laughs> um, but like outside of that, there's not a whole lot to grasp onto. I really didn't like the portrayal of Jesus. Um, it, it, it focused on a weird amount of things. One thing I will say that I liked about its writing, like the way it was structured out is more so than a lot of biblical adaptations I have seen. It actually, one of its main focuses was on like just the women and what they were doing. Good. They were up to and their influences. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's neat. The influence of women. Because, <laughs> like, outside of that, like, it hardly it hardly spends a whole lot of time on the disciples at all, which, which is, is wild for the Jesus bizarre story. Bizarre <laughs> choice, honestly, because those are the people he spent, like, most of his time with. But again, it literally bounces from Jesus event to Jesus event with nothing in between. Kind of weird. No, it's a very odd, like, thing. But I gave it a three and a half. I, like I said, I said at the... Uh, at in my review, I said, very evident that this was from a Shakespeare director, unfortunately, without the actual story qualities of Shakespeare <laughs> as a source material, and it not wanting to change anything or add anything, it comes off as pretty dry. <laughs> Mike is like, Shakespeare equals better than the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Got very <him>. different. <laughs> uh, Completely different documents. Then, then last night. But it's a funny joke, Mike. <laughs> then last night, uh, I wanted to watch something and it started getting really late. So I looked around for something short, and I had been wanting to rewatch this for a while. I nice. watched The Adventures of Prince Ahmed. Pretty good um, movie. Great con- movie, even. Considered the first feature-length animated movie. Ayo. Uh, by a female writer and director. Which, <laughs> pretty crazy, actually. <laughs> right? Um, 
So shout out to women for real. We gotta have <laughs> which, one. Which, which they need it. They need the shout out from this. It's a direct, like it's a pretty direct adaptation of Arabian Nights, which is not a great story for women. <laughs> Arabian Nights. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the poor, <laughs> the poor woman in this movie. We need, we need a nice dose of feminism after watching Prince Ahmed. <laughs> the, the poor woman in this movie. She gets like sexually harassed, oh sexually gosh. assaulted, kidnapped. Then kidnapped again. Then <laughs> kidnapped a third time. Gets kidnapped so many times. <laughs> and then, like, she only gets clothes, like, halfway through. Like, he kidnaps her while she's bathing naked. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, the poor woman in this movie. I, like I said, the only reason I'm, like, whatever with this movie is it's a direct adaptation of Arabian Nights. And it's written and directed by a woman. So, like... I will give it its pass for t- for time period, because, like, man. Dang. But this movie is actually absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's, could you imagine watching this, like, alone with headphones? That's, that's the idea. I mean, I didn't have headphones, but that's pretty much what yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why I wanted to do it like that. But it's so beautiful. I don't think it's pacing fully works, unfortunately. And like I said, I'm not a big fan of, uh... The, poor, the the way the, the poor woman is treated in this movie <laughs> right um but like i i want to make a movie that looks like this like like even even if it's not inherently cutouts like this because the cutout movement is really really unique but i would want to make a movie that looks like this <laughs> the yeah, use of color I definitely could is outstanding that. the use of its camera tricks are really really cool um it just looks so good <laughs> and i really like the music <laughs> So I, I'm rather a big fan. I gave it four stars. Cool. Uh, yeah. And that that's that's what we watched. Yeah, I we watched got... I watched that late last night. <laughs> it took us it took us it took us a while, but we got there. Uh, um, but yeah, we watched we watched a lot of good movies. Right? A lot of movies in general. Oh honestly, honestly, the beginning of April was way lighter than it would have been because we I, were out of town and like, the we were out of town theater thing. And then I had a show. Yeah. And so, like, we just didn't watch as many movies, which is a good thing, being that we didn't record any episodes, because otherwise we'd be here for, like, three hours. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was good. Do you, do you have a hand, handful of favorites from, from this batch of new watches, Micah? For First new watches? watches yeah. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once okay. was fantastic. Uh, Hamlet, I really, really enjoyed. The Godfather. Um, Pig um nice because i'm trying to go back to <laughs> yeah, us yeah. watching them for the first time uh less lessons of darkness was really really good um yeah the the cool. i want to finish the planet of the apes trilogy really bad but the blu-ray i bought for them at goodwill was just the first two movies yeah my my four and a halfs or higher from this past little bit that were like first watches are tick tick boom uh pig uh, bringing up baby was great. Uh, sorry to bother you. The Godfather, um, the Elephant Man, also great. Moneyball, uh, Dune finally got bumped up to that. It wasn't a first well, yeah, see, watch. I was I was just doing yeah, like, yeah. first watches. Um, and then everything everywhere all at once. Because yeah, if I went great within films. that, if I went with well, no, no, no. I just mentioned Dune because I bumped it up to yeah. that high. Obviously, it wasn't a first watch. I think that was like my third time watching it. But yeah, again, if you're okay with the content in it, go watch everything everywhere all at once. Go Same watch, with the Godfather. Go watch too. the Godfather. Uh, go watch the Elephant Man. Same with Sorry to Bother You. Actually, the Elephant Man's pretty pretty darn clean. Yeah, the Elephant the Man's elephant PG. Man. Go, go watch Hamlet. Go watch it. <laughs> Hamlet's a little creepy, and but it's not. It's clean. <laughs> okay. Uh, bringing up Baby. 
Yeah, go see Bring Your Baby, man. Go Great watch. Movie. Go watch Lessons of Darkness. Yeah, just go watch movies. Go watch some movies. Go watch some that's, good movies. That's my recommendation. <laughs> We've been gone for a while, but I hope you guys have just been watching good movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll catch you next week. Hopefully, we'll yeah. have. We'll probably be doing the Batman. The Batman. Probably. But we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Uh. uh yeah. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.